Hey, potential podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician, and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code POTENTIAL25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com potential using the promo code POTENTIAL25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being, and let's get checked. Reviewing the latest in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more, this is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today, we're reviewing the limited series, Dahmer, Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, uh, which is way too long a title. They should just call it Dahmer. Uh, This was created by Ryan Murphy and Ian Brennan. Uh, This is, of course, the crime thriller series depicting what all went down with Jeffrey Dahmer. Obviously, a very famous serial killer, one that's been depicted before, but this, of course, got a lot of people's attention because one, Ryan Murphy, already a big name with American Horror Story and American Crime Story, and with Evan Peters stepping into the role of Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, This has been interesting to follow because the response from the critical side and like people enjoying the show but also the family response of those who family members were victims and, and kind of reopening those wounds. And, the you know, especially now in the social media age and how people just have memes and stuff have come out. It's been kind of crazy. We'll get some more about that a little later, but Taylor, you and I checked this out. This is kind of a weird way to, to like, it's one of those things where it's, it's a fictional Hollywood take at, well, it's not fictional, but you know, it's like when they take a, real real events and they have to kind of spruce it up a little bit for uh tv but this was a very interesting show of showing although it's heavily about Dahmer himself it's really about how society and the system failed these victims not that how not not that Dahmer did it it was more about yeah Yeah. exactly and uh the perspective of Dahmer for, for a lot of people not knowing about the show because again we're not spoiling this so you can listen to this review spoiler free a lot of people i think worry when you see the title and the image it seems like it's going to be all from his perspective it's not you're almost you're sitting in in an almost a voyeur and you're seeing this as it's unfolding and you are like powerless to stop it and you brought up this great thing that it is not so much about the horrific crimes and the psychosis and what went 
how did Dahmer become who he was? But it is about that the the law enforcement and society and all and the system was ultimately to blame. And it's such an amazing commentary on this that um, this took because I I I mean this can't this all kind of really came to head when we were we were very young, so we knew of it, but I didn't know many of the details. And so this really kind of really illuminated my eyes more to the other side of it on the law enforcement side and really feeling what the victims were feeling and then trying to kind of what the families were going through. Yeah. I didn't really know much about Jeffrey Dahmer at all. Um, unless you're just, you know, really into it. Uh, not really a topic. A lot of people like, I know serial killers and crime is a big you know trend nowadays. We've had the podcast about and stuff. But it's not like one that I like deep dive into unless I've like watched something like when we watched uh, when Zac Efron's Ted Bundy movie came out, I was a little more into Ted Bundy because I was just curious about what was the portrayal accurate. So like I've not really seen a lot of video of Jeffrey Dahmer himself. I've never watched interviews of him, but Evan Peters does a great job in this. And that's a weird thing to say about an acting role. But there is this side to him that was kind of this nerdy like outsider that I think maybe was a reason why he was so like believable in just being like this, this random kind of cute guy. Um, and it's interesting is that I do, I find a lot of his performance in this, you know, Evan Peters, he's been doing all these roles on American horror story. He's playing, you know, a zombie, a dead guy, this guy, that guy there's something about this that is just ultimately more creepy because of how real it is. Uh, and it's, it's the weird thing about how he acts like he's almost like he, he gets those moments where like the fury takes over and it gets really dark. But a lot of the stuff is like how he lies about things, how he, how he was attracting his victims and how like even to his dad, like for so many years, the way that he'd be like, God, dad, I was just, you know, it was just playing around. It was just a joke or, you know, the the terrible thing that he would do, like in the basement of his grandma's house. And people would be like, what is that smell? And he's like, that's just roadkill. I'm just doing experiments. It's these little things that like the, even the family were blind to it for so many years of these hints that just baffles you that you think, well, okay, you have to remember this is like not an era of social media. This is an era of a completely different time. And a lot of things were like this, where it was kind of easy to get away with it. Um, and just a sad thing too of how of of his seventeen targets. And I, I, it was interesting that it was like seventeen victims that we know of. I feel like he probably did more. Honestly, it was a lot of years he was doing this crap. Yeah, for me, it chronicled uh, such a long time. So it was like it's a long time that I was like it was really only seventeen people over that time. You think it probably was more? I mean, again, who knows? Pri- primarily, it was gay men and men of color and especially the whole time frame of him living in that apartment complex where he was targeting people of color and just the police the way and you know just like a documentary sometimes people sway you one way it's this show i didn't feel like it was swaying it one way or the other it wasn't swaying it to be we should be you know sad for Dahmer that his life was kind of messed up maybe this is why he became this way it still paints him very much as this monster but you do get a little more sympathy for him because his parents were messed up. You you see all sides of it. You're absolutely right, Chris. You see you see 
it's not so much, yeah, not so much the sympathy, but you see why he may have done these way. And it's not, not excusing it, but it just, it just painting this picture. And I think especially you see the effects of like his, what, what the toll it took on his parents and you see that in his family. So it was almost like, I mean, absolutely. I'm just horrified to think about what these, what these had families have gone through, but to see like, you know, how would you feel if you were the parents of someone, one of these infamous, you know, serial killers and not just killers, but who have it to perform acts of cannibalisms, all these things. So how do you, how would you do that? And I like shout out, you know, he said Evan Peters, but um, I mean, Richard Jenkins playing his, his father, it, it's such a, he has done a lot of great comedic work. Um, also a lot of great serious roles. I mean, for many people will know him as stepbrothers. The, the dad. Always, always the dad stepbrothers. I always can't see him anything else, but then seeing the journey he goes on through this one with his, his deteriorating marriage and then his, his new, his new um, marriage and just seeing him kind of really fall apart in some of the scenes, like not, not knowing what to do, casting blame other areas and then blaming himself. So that was, that was really powerful stuff. And um, uh, another shout out to a, a big part of this documentary is uh, Nisi uh, Nash uh, Betts, uh, who plays his neighbor when he, his later years, when he was living in that apartment, who called not once, not twice, but over 50 times the police to warn them that something was going on. I mean, there's this, and you can't even imagine, but like just the smell that was emanating from his apartment, the noises she heard and how it was like, she tried so hard. And then she's like, you know, her dealing with that once he's finally caught and she's like, I can breathe a sigh of relief, but at the same time I can't because I should have done more. And that's just, and that's, that's what you see. And then, and even the cops, like I said, this is something that this is an early night, uh, early nineties. Um, but you know, issues of law enforcement are still going on. So it's it's a, almost an unfortunate timeless piece about that. And you 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 kind of like what was going on. And I, I thought it was really great to kind of round that out and, and see that because this is not just looking at Dahmer, but it's looking at something that's still an ongoing issue in our system. Yeah, because the amount of times are just baffled by the choices that the cops would do or things that he just, he was almost like, it was like, served him on a plate to, to do what he did. It's, it's baffling. And yeah, Nisi Nash is amazing in this show. And she's another one where like, I only really know her from Reno 911. So I'm like, I know her from this comedic improv show where it's just a bunch of buffoonery. And here she is serving Emmy award-winning acting for this, you know, she'll probably get nominated for supporting uh, actress. And I'm sure Evan Peters will garner a nomination for this as well. And I do feel it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know how much Netflix did to go ask the families of the victims. Is this show okay? Can we make this show? We see this in Hollywood all the time. Uh, you know, there's been other events by, you know, I mean, any kind of tragedy, it's like they're probably not going to have the availability to ask all the people, but with this being a little more of a niche thing, it is kind of shocking to hear these reports coming out of stop watching this show. Netflix is making money off of these victims uh, because a lot of them were not asked or did not give approval. So that I can't really give, you know, one way or the other to it. You know, we're not part of all that, that going on, but I, I, I can understand how we see these serial killer shows and movies as, a way to relive the horrors 
whether that's to teach a good lesson or a bad lesson about, you know, don't repeat history, but for what this was for the acting and the way the show developed, it was very creepy. And this is not a show that really is a lot. Like it's not gory. No, I'm not there, showing you there's, all yeah, this stuff. A lot is left to the imagination, which I, which I give is them a lot scarier. Of, yeah. I mean, just the scene, uh, <laughs> When we watched the first episode, my my fiance and I, she knew a lot more about Dahmer already. And I was like, I don't really know much. And this is long, tense date sequence and how he would go about drugging them. And then what he did. And when it's finally discovered of like what all was they found in his apartment when he like finally got arrested and they just listed thing after thing of they find body parts, skulls, all this stuff. My jaw was on the floor. Because I was like, oh, this dude was messed up. And whether that really was from his parents, from something happened in his childhood, he went off to war, him being an outsider, where he find, like, where he found a place to belong. And then again, as we said, society and the cops failing all these victims. It's just a, it's an interesting show. It is a hard one to kind of watch at times, but for the acting and production value, I'm going to give Dahmer eight out of 10. I, I really enjoyed it, even though it was very unsettling. Um, I don't think we really need any more Dahmer representation in the future. Um, but it is interesting when this kind of show comes about. Yeah. I'm going to give it an eight out of 10 as well. And I give a good, um, a shout out to as well is the cinematography and the music choices. I thought this really creepy continual playing throughout the series of like whale noises and whatnot. I thought that was really great in lieu of, you know, a score or something like that. So I thought um, the atmosphere that was brought on by that music and the sound choices really well done. So uh, you can check out Dahmer monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story on Netflix streaming now. And that was this edition of potential picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.